Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, good day, good Paul day, Lawrence Van. I hope Van. it's a beautiful place wherever you happen to be. My name is Paul Lawrence Van. I'm host of Wealth Academy podcast, and today we have an amazing guest on by the name of Marsha Armstrong. And Marsha is doing some great things as a financial strategist, financial coach, and she works with career professional women to help them to be transformed so that they can manage and lead their money the way that they should. I want to just shout out to Marsha real quick, and then I'll go over her bio just briefly. Marsha Armstrong, how are you today, my friend? I am blessed and highly favored. How are you doing today, Paul? Doing just great, and I'm right there with you. And our guest today, of course, is coming in from from uh, Bridgetown, Barbados. And uh, she's going to be sharing some great things about a new initiative she has, which is called No Spend November. And of course, you know, here at Wealth Academy Podcast, wealth is more than just money. But today we want to focus on No Spend November. Let me give you a short background and, and bio of Marsha. And she's been a guest uh, with us before, but she is doing some really great things as a financial strategist. She has 10 years in the banking industry. She's been in the financial management administration, and she also has a bachelor's and a master's degree in business, and also she does a lot of work with women, career, professional women, and she wants to help you all, and I want to help her to help you all, and so without further ado, uh, we're going to get started now, so Marcia, it's, it's really great to see you, and you lead a purpose life. What is the inspiration and vision for your business enterprise? You'd like to share that with us, please. I thank you, Paul. I wanted a situation where I, the vision for my business was to empower the woman. And there, there are a lot of obstacles that we go through as women. You know, sometimes in our path, we have to work twice as hard to get even recognized, exactly. to be able to be heard, to be seen, to be taken seriously. And what I wanted to do as it relates to my business was to empower the woman, empower her not only financially. Mm -hmm. professionally and also on a personal level so that when she is equipped with the tools and mm -hmm. strategies that she needs then she's going to be able to take that knowledge and allow it to have a ripple effect effect in the world so i want that women are able to be bold they're able to be fearless they're able to be edified and encouraged to be able to stand up and make a difference make their mark in the world I want that woman that when she looks at herself in the mirror, that she that she loves the woman that she's seeing looking back at her. And with my business, I as I said, it's about financial empowerment, but it's also about enriching your life so that you operate in your true purpose and calling in the earth. I, I think that is absolutely beautiful because you're absolutely right. When we look at this current pandemic that's taking place, the most people out of the workforce as a result of it are women. And it is yes. just 
shifted everything, not only in America, but around the world without women in the workplace, it just doesn't go that well. But you're right, uh, women need to be paid more and be given more leadership roles in addition to also establishing a business for themselves. I think that's is so, you're right on point with that, Marcia, right on point. And uh, we can mutually agree that as a financial strategist, you'd like to see more people uh, master their finances and their money. Uh, yes. Do you think people prefer to view their finances as an afterthought rather than taking being proactive when it comes to finances? I believe, honestly, and that's a very, a very good question. Honestly, when it comes to persons who do who look at their finances as an afterthought, I always go back to the very basics, right? It always yeah. starts from the foundation. It starts with the home setting. It starts from it basically links back to what your money story is. What is your money blueprint? Because how you were raised or what you would have experienced when you were younger in your home with your parents or with other authoritative figures that literally has casted a net over you. It has it has literally caught you, whereas you then grew up thinking that these things were normal and never challenged the status quo. I believe as well too that for persons that are more reactive, there are things that come up to the fore, such as embarrassment to talk about finances because we know that it is taboo. You know, talking about your finances is taboo. You don't tell a person what you get paid. You don't tell a person, hey, I'm in debt. Those are not conversations that the everyday person has. So when it Very comes true. to being reactive, I think it really comes down to the fact that, you know, it comes down to three areas, right? Are you mm -hmm. embarrassed about the situation? Do you feel a sense of guilt about the scenario? Mm -hmm. Are you coming from a place of fear? Because fear drives a lot of things as well. And for some persons, you know, if you are fear-based, you won't want to face your finances, your finances. You won't want to face your numbers. I've had clients that we went through a budget or we went through their debt, their debt strategy and they only learned what their total debt amount was on the call. Exactly. They never added up the figures. They never faced the number. So what happens is that if you're operating from a place of fear, you will not tend to have a proactive viewpoint as it relates to your finances. You will more take a secondary role. And because you take a secondary role, the responsibility that is needed to be proactive isn't present. Exactly. You're it right. isn't present. Yeah. So that's you're, what you're happens. Correct. You're correct. And then a lot of times, uh, some people, they allow their money to control them. <laughs> yes, exactly. It should be the other yep. way around. And, and I know it's happened to me back in the day, uh, and, and it happens to everyone. It's something like over time, what, once we get the lesson, we won't repeat the same thing all over again. Yeah, exactly. As you mentioned, you know, we're not masters. You're not master. You're not mastering your finances. So your finances, ideally, when you get paid, your finances tells tells you how it's supposed to be spent instead of you. Assigning a role to your money because your money ideally is an employee. And with employees, you give employees a job. And the only job that your money can have is if you budget, you know, if you have a money management system where you actually tell your money where it's supposed to go. Because the person who masters their finances becomes a person who is empowered. It becomes a person who is more proactive. And because that you're proactive, you make steps or you make decisions today that your future self will thank you for. Yes, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And, and just uh, you were right on point with that. And being able to master that money is so important. And like you stated, give it a job. Because yes. money, money, it responds to the job one gives it. <laughs> yes. That's right.
Absolutely. So let's talk now, Marsha, about the great, great initiative you have called No Spend November. Please share what it's all about and how it can help the viewers, the listeners, and, and other people doing this powerful month of November. Thank you so much, Paul. So for the month of November, ideally when we spend our money, we spend our money in two areas, right? We have persons that spend um, based on emotion, right? Uh -huh. And we have persons that have mindful spending. So there's a difference between the two. Absolutely. So if mindful spending, I spend in I spend in con in connection or in conjunction with my core values. Yeah. There is a difference. Mm -hmm. But otherwise than that, for others, they spend based on emotion, how they feel at the particular time. So if the no spend November challenge, we're not telling persons, hey, don't spend money at all because you still mm -hmm. have responsibilities. What we are asking you to do is to identify one area, one area that you know within your heart of hearts that you know what, my eternal bill was quite high this month, or my online subscriptions were through the roof, or I did a lot of online shopping because I have my credit card automatically saved in this system that all I have to do is just click one button and I have my, I have my purchase. So what I want you to do is to be able to identify what is that one spending habit that you want to kick to the curve for the month of November. And what that would allow you to do is that every time that you're tempted, every time you want to go and spend money in that particular category, instead of you acting upon impulse, you will pause and you will be, you remain steadfast and you will take that same amount of money. And instead of spending it with someone, you're going to bank it. Yeah. You're going to save it. And what we're trying to do is to build your money muscles. We're trying to build your discipline muscles, right? Because again, we are masters of our finances. So this is not a situation where we're telling you don't spend. You can spend because spending in itself is not a bad thing. Money is currency. It supports the flow. I spend, I receive. I spend and I receive. So it flows. However, if you have a scenario where you're spending money in areas that aren't giving you a return, that's a red flag. So I'm mm -hmm. here to help you today to be able to redirect some money back into your, uh, into your treasury bank so that you will be able to repurpose it and put it towards savings or pay a debt or put it towards a 2022 financial goal or put it towards traveling or holiday season. You can use that money to do anything you want to do. But what we're trying to do is that at the end of 30 days, not only do you see money in your pocket, but you also see a new you. Yes, I totally agree. And that is so powerful in so many ways because we're looking at the no spend November from November the 1st to November the 30th to the end of the month. And yes. really, I think it's just such a great initiative in that that's, a one month, but it's really not a long period of time. And so it does take into account uh, discipline, commitment. And then as you stated, going back and establishing some new core values for some people who are not as disciplined, and, and that will help set them on their road. And uh, as you stated, instead of just taking that money like one would normally spend it, just use it to put it in the bank and then at some point invest it in whatever fashion uh, one wants to go. Yes. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Now, I know, I know one of the things that you talk about, which I think is so important, is that we are in unprecedented times. And I know that you want people to finish strong financially in 
2021 leading into 2022. Share what that's all about in terms of the unprecedented times and the challenges people are facing financially. So as you might know, Paul, you know, for the past, near, near, close to two years, we have been experiencing a lot of loss, right? We have loss of loved ones, loss mm -hmm. of jobs, loss of income and, and revenue for those who have businesses. We experienced unprecedented loss, right? Loss that in some instances we were not expecting at all. And mm -hmm. what I will say is that there's always a level of uncertainty in the world. We will always have trials. We will always have tribulations. Mm -hmm. That is a given. However, if you place yourself in a scenario where as that you become financially responsible, meaning the same way that businesses do a SWOT analysis, right? Yeah. The same way business does a SWOT analysis, which means that they look at their strengths, they look at their weaknesses, they look at their threats, they look at opportunities. We also need as a personal economy of self to be able to do our own SWOT analysis, look at our strengths, what are things that we do well and continue to do more of it. What are, what are some things that we can improve as it relates to our weaknesses, right? What are some threats that we see coming up on the horizon? Now, we did not foresee the pandemic. However, there's going to be something else that might raise its head and throw us for a loop. What do we do? Do we become, do we stay who we are or do we innovate? Do we recalibrate and become the person that we need to become so that even if the storm happens, it does not impact us at the level that it would? Also, let us look at the opportunities. Even in every crisis, and I know that you would agree with this, Paul, in every crisis, mm -hmm. people still eat. Yeah, there are people still that eat. are yeah. still eating. People Absolutely. that are, are still seeing opportunities, even in a crisis. So what I'll say is that because that we have a personal economy of self, we mm -hmm. have to make sure that we don't we don't institute a recession. Yes. Absolutely. And when I say institute a recession, it means that we have to be observant about our surroundings. We have to be observant about our market. We have to see mm -hmm. what's happening in our environment so that we aren't surprised. Yes, so that absolutely. we aren't surprised and have the basic, basic levels of financial foundation, whether it is to educate yourself about financial literacy, whether it is to have some things in place that not only will impact you or cover you and protect you, but protect your loved ones because it's not about us. Yeah. Right. We have families. We have loved ones that may be dependent on us. So we have to become a full embodiment of what a healthy economy should look like. And it has to first start with us. Right. Yeah. We have Definitely. to lead the change. So it's about being observant, because as I said, uncertainty will always be present. But mm -hmm. it is how it will impact you. Would it impact you at a severe level or would it just become an inconvenience instead of a crisis? Very true, because what happens when we have a crisis like this pandemic, the first thing that comes to mind is fear. People are afraid what's going to happen and things. Yes. Happen. However, there were a lot of people that capitalized on this in different industries and they just 100 times their, if they're a business owner, their revenue. And so yes. they maximized. And then some people didn't go back to work because that's a big issue right now. People are not going back to the jobs. They're creating their own, which I think is great. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes, because, because right now, right now we have the great resignation where more than 4.3 million Americans yeah. actually said, you know, no to work and, and they're doing their own thing. People yeah. are waking up. People Absolutely. are understanding the work. People are understanding what they bring to the table and they're no longer putting up with nonsense. Yes. And they're, they're, so they're being empowered. Yeah. Opportunity in crisis. Yeah, yeah. exactly. In crisis. Absolutely. 
So thank you for that. And, and that's uh, very powerful for people as well to help them to understand they're waking up saying, you know, I have other choices. I have other opportunities and I want to do something for me and my family this time is what people are saying. And I know with a lot of women uh, that uh, they are also taking that route. And some people, they have the stimulus check in the United States. I think one woman, she received $1,400 and she turned that into a million dollars through starting a business. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Through starting a business. So there were, you know, opportunity in crisis. That's, that's what yes. happened. Yes. Yes. And so Marcia, thank you for sharing about the no spend initiative that you have no spend November. Let's talk now about what you really are passionate about is that is helping professional career women to become more financial intelligent. Please let's talk about that some more so that we can get uh, more women to uh, also look at to master their money as well. And they're fine. Yes, Paul. And as it relates to financial, you know, when it comes to the corporate woman, the the, the work, the career woman. Yes. But then look at statistics, right? When it comes mm -hmm. to persons that are operating in C-suite, right? Those executive yeah. or high-level positions, mm -hmm. you will find that it, it. My last check was around six percent, right? right? It's not a very high percentage of persons being in that category. But what I've realized mm -hmm. as well is that when it comes to even negotiating. Sure. A lot of women don't step forward and negotiate because they're afraid that if they negotiate, they will lose their job or okay. they will lose the opportunity to be able to be promoted or mm -hmm. to receive a raise in their particular area. There's a lot of fear again that is present. Exactly. You will also have some scenarios where as that, you know, you might have something to say. You yeah. might have an opinion on something, but you're afraid to speak because of the silencers that might operate in the room that you're within. So my vision and my passion really and truly is to get women to the point that even if you are invited to the table, you will create your own bakery exactly. and get people bread to eat. People eat bread every day. <laughs> I want persons to be able to fund their own, their own purpose be able to be wealthy, become wealthy, not only just tangibly, but mindset-wise, become wealthy and understand the worth, understand what you bring to the table so that you allow, you create avenues that other women can come in and get shelter and can get access because not everyone has the same level of entrance. So my vision for women, especially in the corporate space, is to understand that you don't have to settle. You don't have to settle for what you're doing. There are many options that are there for you. There are opportunities that are there for you. However, you have to come to yourself. You have to speak to self. You have to come to your mindset, get to a level in your mind that you believe that what it is you want to achieve is possible. And you believe that you are worthy enough to get it. So that you don't live life asking for permission to live, but you live life unapologetically. And that is what I want to be women to understand that you hold the keys. Because when you put one dollar in the hands of a woman, you change a family, you change a community, you change a society, and you change the entire world. Absolutely. A woman is a nurturer. A yes, woman is a nurturer. And because I are nurtured by default, when you give us something, we multiply it. So by giving a woman $1, we will have what it needs. We will have what it takes to multiply it, which will cause the entire atmosphere or the entire generation that are attached to you to benefit from your decision. I want the woman to be able to get her every single day and become what I call her. Healed, yes. empowered, and radical. 
Yes, her. I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. That was beautiful. That Thank you. Beautiful. Yes. And see, now you're going to inspire so many women by your message and by your mission. Uh, and I can feel it right here in this particular episode right now. And uh, one of the things that we definitely want to do is get people to sign up for your initiative because it's still early in the month. Yeah. You know, ninth day. But uh, I have it here. Um, that's on the, that's strolling here, but if you, we can uh, give them an uh, area where they can sign up for No Spend November and be a part yes. of this great initiative. Yeah, okay. so what, what I'll say is that, you know, we have the, the link, which is bit.ly um, backslash No Spend November 2021. However, what you can do is to look at, go to my pages, right? Go to my Instagram page at A Purpose Life. Go to my Instagram page, Marcia Armstrong, or even my Facebook page, A Purpose Life, or my Facebook group. And you will find the link plastered everywhere. You can't miss it because that's all I have been speaking about so far for the, from the beginning of November. I want you to register, register, register. Again, it is not just another savings challenge. It is about a movement to empower you, to let you know that you are the master of your finances and you tell your money where to go. So join today, join today, join today. You will get a free workbook when you join. And there's also a community that is ready to receive and love upon you because we are all doing it together. Uh, awesome. Awesome. I think this is really great. And again, it's positions people for the rest of this year, 2021, yes. and, and positions them to go into 2022 very strong. Again, that link is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash no, N-O, spend, S-P-E-N-D, November, N-O-V, two, zero, two, one. Go there, sign up. There's a workbook. Get started and do the work. And I know that Marcia is going to empower you along with her community as well. And so, Marcia, one other thing I want to talk to you about, because I've read the article in Barbados. And I'm going to get this link and I'm going to post it when I put the show notes. But talk about that particular article in the uh, Barbadian uh, news. Let's talk about that just a little bit. So I would have had, um, so I would have done two press releases. Um, one would have been in our Barbados Advocate. Um, I did, you know, as I said, right now, everyone is experiencing a situation where they're already feeling the impact. And you're hearing it in everyday conversations, you know, persons are hopeless, persons are in despair. And I want to basically be like a, I call it like an eagle. You know, yeah. I want to be able to raise above what's happening and let persons know, hey, this may look like if it's doom and gloom, but there's hope. Yeah. There is hope. There's someone here that is, which is me. There's someone here that is willing to be able to help you. There's someone here to let you know whatever resources that you have. Don't think it's too small to start because you just need to make one step, just make one decision. And hence why I would have made sure that I would have gotten it out in the media in Barbados um, to let my Barbadian persons know, hey, come on board. Let's be able to fix our finances together. Let's look at, let's change the way we look at money because money is not our enemy. Money exactly. is not our enemy, it's really our friend. So like yeah. any friendship, you want to be able to embrace it because when you, when you change your perspective about it, you treat it differently. Yeah. Your perspective is a, is a precursor to how you treat something. So in the, in, in the article, it basically what is indicated and all, what I want persons to be able to get from the challenge, you know, 
um, to be, become more empowered to understand that, you know, everyone, there's a level of wealth that is contained in each of us. And financial freedom is not something that is an illusion. It's not something that is up in the cloud as a dream. You can get financial freedom. You can become wealthy because wealthy, the, the term wealthy is subjective. But wealth first starts in the mind. And then want to be able to be a change agent or an advocate of financial literacy to let persons know there's another way. Because we have been so bogged down about societal expectations that it has become a lot of our norms. But I'm here to be basically a, a change agent where I'm speaking against the status quo and letting persons know, hey, that is a normal, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Saving in a bank account, right? We, right now we yeah. have $12.7 billion in savings on our mm -hmm. accounts here in Barbados. That right. is not normal. It means persons literally don't have anything that they can put their money towards or so they think. And it's a situation where it's money in a bank for security. But we all know that if yeah. you have money sitting down on an account for a long extended period of time, it is unemployed. Yes, it absolutely. So it is about empowering persons, <laughs> letting persons know, hey, let me take the veil from uh -huh. off of your eyes and show you a different way. According to Jesus Christ, let's show you the good news. And yeah. I'm here to be able to proclaim the good news and help people become financially free and break financial strongholds. Yeah. That is my mandate right now. Well, I'll tell you, that's powerful because we, none of us were meant to be in poverty. You exactly. Know, we were, we were never meant to be bound. We were not created to be bound at all. Absolutely. We were Absolutely. created to live an abundant life wow. and Absolutely. to thrive. For sure, for sure. I totally agree. So, Marcia, thank you for that. And uh, I'll make sure I get this into the show notes as well. Uh, we're coming to a close now. Do you have any parting comments you'd like to uh, pass on to the viewers and the listeners? I just want to say register, register, register for our <laughs> yeah. free North Bay November Challenge. Come yeah. on board. We're, 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 we are here to welcome you. Fantastic. And I, I couldn't agree more. And I would like to thank you so much for being our honored guest today with your wonderful initiative, No Spend November. And you can get it again at bit.ly.com, uh, bit.ly slash No Spend November 2021. And uh, sign up for that, get the free workbook. And you know, working with Marsha Armstrong is just a great experience unto itself. She'll change you, transform you. And she is that, that uh, change agent. And don't forget about her because it's so important. So thank you so much, Marcia, for being just a wonderful guest. Thank you for having me, Paul. It's always my pleasure. All right, fantastic. And I wanna thank everyone who is viewing at this time, also there at Facebook, at LinkedIn, as well as YouTube. I wanna thank you and go out to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this particular episode, episode 153 with Marcia Armstrong and give her a five-star rating because it's really a 10, but they only go up to five. So let's give her a five on, on this particular episode. And I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in about a day. I'm going to do another episode then. Marsha Armstrong, thank you so much, my friend. You're awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank All you. Right. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks thank for listening so to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.